Hello and welcome to Bad Songwriter Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Holmquist. We're here today with Charlie Landsman from Ganser. How's it going? Oh, fine. You know. <laughs> Surviving? <laughs> yeah. Well, we are here to talk about some bad songs. You have um, a couple of tracks. Uh, you were oh, saying before we started that one you haven't listened to basically since you recorded it. Yeah. But when when did you first start writing songs? Uh, probably like as soon as I picked up a guitar, uh, which was probably when I was like seriously picked up a guitar, probably when I was like 12 or 13. Oh, so I've been playing for over a decade, I guess. Look at you. <laughs> Holy crap, dude. That's, Makes you feel old, crazy. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, did you just teach yourself or were you taking lessons? Um, For a long time, uh, I was like completely self-taught, which just meant like tabs on the internet and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. after a while, my parents found me like a, a, a really, really, really excellent like guitar teacher mm-hmm. who um, really insisted that I get good at the instrument. <laughs> How terrible. It, it was great. I like learned how to fucking shred. and I can swear, right? Is oh, okay? yes. Oh, okay. please. Please swear. <laughs> but yeah, I learned how to like play really fast and stuff like that. And I think I'm a worse guitar player now than I was five, six years ago. Really? I think so. Why is that? I, I used to be able to like shred, dude. Yeah, yeah. But after I kind of became uninterested in that, I guess I stopped practicing as much as I should have. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a. If you ever need to go back to the shredding, I'm sure you can get back there. You know, if if you're going yeah. down that path where you really just need to do that, yeah. you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Start my hair metal band. Exactly. Um. So, what what were like some of the first bands you were in, or the first times and places you were uh, playing out? The first time I ever played a sh- like a in front of other people, I guess, was uh, me and my roommate, who I currently live with, uh, who I've known, you know, since I was six years old or something like that. But he was in the first band that I was in when we were 15 or something like that. And it was like this weird instrumental metal. We were listening to a lot of Pelican <laughs> at the time, which is like a Chicago instrumental metal band <laughs> that mm-hmm. was like pretty popular. I got really into punk. But nobody liked punk, like hardcore punk, around me. So then I got into like hardcore, what it meant in like 2008, which was like weird crossover. I later learned is Earth Crisis's fault, probably. It was like this weird hardcore band, and then I played in a technical death metal band. Um, I played a seven string, it's with a picture of. Oh, wow. Um, that was probably taken when I was 16 or 17. Um, that's when I was like really good at the guitar. And then. I was in a garage band. It, it just wrote like really quick garage punk songs with my friend, and then we played a couple apartments, and then I'm now I'm in Ganser, which is different than everything else I've ever done. If you haven't yeah. got gotten a pattern, I like to switch it up a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's the f- part of the fun of it, right? Is like trying out different genres and playing across a, a bunch of things. Because I feel like you learn a lot from each genre. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't really thought about how much my time spent in metal uh, shaped how I think about uh, like rhythm and like momentum and song structure and stuff like that. Which actually, I have an, I have, I have an example of the, the I Wait Inside song. Eventually got turned into a Ganser song, but this is kind of it. It's, it's, like, it's like a proto 
don't know. We'll talk about it when I get to there. But well, we might we might as well get to it right now. All right. Uh, yeah. If you if you want to say a few things about it before we listen to it. So it later became it was my first songwriting contribution to Ganser. I was also like super into the birthday party when I was in the technical death metal days. Always really been into the birthday party, and it, you you will absolutely hear that influence. And it's just like a, it's basically a riff. It's not really a song uh-huh. with a bunch of guitar noise after it. But it later got turned into this song called Sunk, which was on our first EP, which uh, is the only song that people ask us, like yell at us to play when we're playing. <laughs> For some, which is, it, it's it's a really chaotic song, but it started off just kind of this like moody thing I did in my parents' basement. Awesome. It's not really, it, yeah, it's not really a song. I think I learned a lot about songwriting tell that I listened to a lot of the birthday party. I think this is right after, I think I recorded this after I saw the now infamous performance of them playing Junkyard uh-huh. on Dutch TV. But it just does this the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, think... if you got something good, you gotta go with it. Yeah. Over yeah. and over. Over and over and over. I, I, I really liked it at the time. Yeah. I still, I still like it. It's still like super moody. Okay. Talking explicitly about songwriting, I didn't really understand songwriting really because I like I I like basically like came from writing my first songs is like like metal which is typically just like you know when I was 15 it's just I grabbed a bunch of riffs and collected them together and then like stuck a breakdown somewhere right in it and then like stuff like that where now I think I spend much more attention on like 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 momentum stuff. Um, which, like, in songs of ours, like, uh, like, Bad Form and PsyOps, it's all, like, about momentum. Which is, I think, something right. that I learned about from metal, but not when I was 17 or however <laughs> old I was when I made this. Right. Yeah. Uh, so in Ganser, are you all contributing songwriting pieces together? Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's pretty collaborative. Um, That's great. Yeah, I've gotten, like, most of, most of my parts are stuff that I write, but some of the best stuff that I think I play has been suggested by other people. Yeah, I think it's really fun and, like, kind of magical and such a learning experience to be, like, collaborative, collaboratively writing with other people and, like, yeah. writing together as a band. I, I find, at least for me, that I learned so much from that. Like, I've learned so much from writing with other people and, like, understanding yeah. how other people's songwriting brains work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it all can get really fucking difficult sometimes, because, like, 
I don't know, if you if you do everything coll collaboratively and like you're committed to it, then like everybody needs to be doing stuff. And I know, like there have been times in the past where like they, it, the wonderful women that are in my band and like Brian are just fucking, just fucking dragging me along. Yeah. Yeah, so that, yeah, it, but that's also kind of a learning experience too, is like, can I create when I want to, like, break my guitar and, like, not play music right now? Right. Yeah. Totally. Um, so you have one other track to share as well. I do. This um, is probably the embarrassing one. I probably did this when I was, like, 19 and, like, trying to learn how to actually write a song this is like i sing on this which i haven't i don't do really um and i'm terrified as to what it's gonna sound like <laughs> i might i might have to nix it early but we'll see Ooh, that's very coming out of your left ear uh yes <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i understood uh channel inputs and outs oh yeah at this stage i feel like a lot of people go through that yeah like, this isn't awful no it's very garage rock yeah very but again, it's the theme in my early songwriting was it's just one idea. Uh-huh. You know, it's not really a song. It's a... Oh, it's shorter than I thought it was, too. <laughs> Fortunately, it's like I thought that was going to be way more embarrassing than it was. That's that. That's the thing. Other guests have said too is like some of the stuff revisiting. They re-listen and they're like, the the idea of this in my mind was a lot worse than like the actual product. You know, I think yeah. getting getting rid of sort of the ghost of the terrible past a little bit or something like that. Yeah, man. Also, I've like come a really long, long way songwriting wise. I mean, back at that point, like, I didn't really understand, like, scales or key or anything like that, and I barely understand it now, but <laughs> which means back then I really didn't have, you know, I didn't even know, like, what chords were named, and I was still playing in a death metal band somehow. Yeah, how, what, I, I guess, what would you say are the biggest things that have changed over the years for you in terms of songwriting? I, I, I used to get, like, s super i guess i should have included one of those in this but there's like a period in my life of like when i kind of probably when i was like 20 to 23 or something like that where i was just like writing songs a whole bunch and a lot of that stuff was like a little bit darker but it's still like so much more like guitar focused notes uh-huh and stuff like that and i for some reason as i've gotten older i care much less about that and like like rhythms becoming in incredibly important to me and i like constantly bring up when we were writing songs like the idea of like momentum yeah and stuff like that and like making sure that like the songs just 
I don't know, just making sure everything's, like, super intentional. Because, like, when you're a kid writing, like, punk and metal and stuff, like, you're writing metal, you just want it to be, like, as heavy as possible. Right, right. Yeah. It's not so much about, like, the dynamics of it, necessarily. Yeah, yeah, you just want to string together... If you have seven super heavy riffs and you put them all together, it's going to be the heaviest <laughs> song. Right. Yeah, we're now, it's like, uh, I don't know, uh, it, it, it's much more about making sure I'm doing things intentionally, because I get kind of lost when I, I, f- I feel like what makes me excited about writing music kind of gets lost if I'm not doing it intentionally. Like, I don't, like, accidentally, I don't accidentally discover things, usually. Mm-hmm. It's usually by like thinking about it, and that's just because like it, it doesn't feel real for some reason, which is very very different than what I did when I was a kid, you know. Yeah. Uh, so those are probably like the biggest, the biggest changes. Also, I just make like so much more of a racket now. I'm super super noisy. I think if 17 year old Charlie heard 26 year old Charlie's guitar, I, I probably would be like appalled, just because <laughs> it's like super super like flattery and yeah. very noisy. What's it been like for you during the pandemic in terms of creative process? Has it been a time where you've felt like more stagnant? You know, have you have you been able to practice with anybody? Have you felt focused on music or distracted by the world? Um, very distracted. I tried to buckle down and write stuff and still kind of am. It's it's just really hard. Um, yeah. And like I didn't realize how much of day-to-day life like informed me creatively you know like I've never ever really thought about what makes me creative until like the the quarantine happened and then I was just sitting there like like why why do I right like but I have I like I've still been I've been playing more guitar than I have in a long time I'm learning how to like finger pick and stuff like that but I, I just can't write it's I wasn't aware that having an active life was part of my creative process yeah for sure well I mean you know it's not I guess something that you know before this I was a very busy person as well you know I played a lot of shows went to a lot of shows did did things you know went out a lot um but I that's how I always have been I I don't think there's ever really been a period in my life like this and probably for a lot of people where you're really forced to stay inside and not do that much and not go places many people don't have jobs like it's just you know there's a lot of nothingness and and even if you have like things that you're working on or pursuits and hobbies and things that you can do it's not necessarily a boredom thing but what I've I've talked to some friends about is like it's not that I'm bored like I have a lot to do it's just that like I'm missing that variety I'm missing the thing of like running into a friend randomly on the street or meeting a new person or you know having something like strange happen (laughs) you know out in the world yeah Um, yeah yeah. it's a very strange sensation yeah absolutely like yeah and like would you say that you're bored or are you no but I'm just a I'm I'm somebody who does a lot of projects and has a lot of projects so I don't I just don't like get bored that often I love doing jigsaw puzzles so I've been doing a lot of those and you know I have this podcast so I've been doing that during the quarantine as well and I've been working on music honestly like I've written some but um my band 
recently put out a record and so I was already in the process of like sort of pulling together some demos for the next record so I made like a spreadsheet and like I it honestly gave me time to like comb through my demos and like find a bunch and see what I want to like start working through and so cool. it, it's, it's given me like organizational time I guess um you know when I especially when I haven't felt you know creative or felt like really playing much there's there's some days where I'm sitting down and you know, work at, working on guitar or whatever, like messing around with stuff. I'm not really writing anything, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we have um, a whole, like, we call it the sandbox. It's like a Google Drive <laughs> folder. And there, it's like, you know, there's a million folders in there. Yeah. There's like stuff we're working on currently, but there is a folder of like old, like old demos. And I listened to it not that long ago and was like, wow, some of this stuff is really cool. But for some reason, I never thought to, like, download it and actually try to turn it into something. So I should try to do that. Maybe that's how I'd be creative right now. I don't know. Thank you for the idea. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's been nice for me because, it, it, you know, I, I'm the kind of person who sometimes feels, like, guilty about not doing something <laughs> uh that i just I'm, my life is organized around projects with which is something that i've been working on not feeling bad about over the past most of the year but uh yeah it's 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 given me a way to like work on music or work on the album work on things without like actually having to write anything you know just organization or, or you know some sometimes i'll find a couple demos where I'm, and i'm like oh these are basically just an A part and a B part, and I could probably squish them together. You know, things like that. I, sh- I should try to do some of that, too. I, I get really bad about... Because also how I write songs is I sit down and, like, track... Like, I have to make... I write a whole section, like, right. guitars, bass, drums. I write the whole thing. And sometimes I throw some of that out to give it to the to the, to the gang, you know? But I, I need to have, like, a full thing. So, like, when I have to sit there and, like, connect two things... My brain doesn't doesn't really like work well when yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I guess I guess I'll have to pay attention to that. Wow, this is very this is very informative. Um, See, this is why I like doing this podcast yeah. because you you're talking to other people about like the way that they songwrite and like you know for a long time the way that I song like I wrote songs was very like in my own head and insular. And when I started playing with other people and writing with other people, I was like, Oh my God, like there's other ways to be <laughs> Yeah. like, there's other things that I could try and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I've always felt like it was a pain that like, I need to flesh out like a, like a whole song. So maybe I'll just like, I don't know, try to like connect two things, two demos that, that I have just to see like what happens. Right. I think it's that's the thing that I've been doing more recently within the past few years, I would say, to create songs. I think I much more felt like I have to write the whole thing as it is and I can't take pieces, which thinking about it now is like, okay, well, it's my stuff. So I can I can take pieces from whatever thing that I create to put in put in other songs. Um, And it's yeah, it's been nice. It has opened things up and I think helped me make songs that feel maybe more interesting than some of my older stuff to me because I'm putting together two ideas that maybe are like have a diff- different rhythm or the time signature changes or it just like it's not something that you would like naturally yeah yeah follow yeah. we've done like time signature changes and stuff before but on on the new record there's like a, a tempo change and a, and, a, and a key change which is like really great and I, I that wouldn't have happened I don't think if uh, like we didn't write collaboratively 
Right. Because, like, actually, now that I think about it, like, I do stitch two things together all the time when I'm working with, like, people in the band. Man, this is strange. How do, <laughs> how do I, how do I even write songs? <laughs> well, I think that's the fun thing about it is it, that it changes throughout yeah. time. And, like, yeah, it just, it, it becomes something different, I think. It really yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, very. Yeah, and, like, the reasons why I want to write songs are also very different. Before, it was literally because, like, I just, like, wanted to be in a band. The idea of being a band yeah. was, like, cool. Right. And I didn't even think about the art, you know? I didn't even think of it as art. Yeah, but now here you are. <laughs> here I am, you know, making fucking really strange, like, punk that smells weird. Yeah, like, actually trying to make art now, you know? Yeah. What are what are some things you've been listening to lately that you're liking or that have been inspiring you? Let me pull up my Spotify. Hell yeah. Uh, this is great. And like I can just look it up immediately. When when I Oh, I've been listening to a lot of uh Disclosure. Nice. Their their new single Energy is really good. Big Bill Brunzi, he's a Arkansas or maybe I think he's from Mississippi. Just like a fantastic finger picker, really, really good songwriter as well. Um, that's probably mostly what I've been listening to. I, I get like for some reason super obsessed with finger picking. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Roland S. Howard's teenage snuff film, which is um, a really important record to me. But I, like I haven't like listened to it all the way through in a really long time. I realize like some of the lyrics are pretty fucking terrible. <laughs> like yeah, so it's like really juvenile and like. I don't know, it made me think about, like, lyricism a lot, because, um, in the past, you, uh, are, do you know the band, like, Ought? No. Um, it's, like, very, like, literary stuff, and I thought, you know, that's, like, what I liked, and then, like, I'm really into, like, the Jesus Lizard, too, which I've been listening to, to a ton of, which you can also probably tell if you listen to Ganser at all, um, like, a lot of these, like, rolling lyrics are, like, super, super silly and convey like really really dumb juvenile things and like almost because of that it's like gains more meaning you know like like Uh and this is something i'd never this is a very very recent before i just liked like the songwriting because it's like super super bare bones and like the mixing super weird even when there are other instruments it sounds like they're like way behind the rest (laughs) of the, the like the guitar and the drums and the bass and stuff like that oh like the song i burnt your clothes that could be like a like a cursive song or something like that could be like uh-huh. a midwest emo screamo song title yeah but instead absolutely. it's like this it's like this <laughs> weird like crooning guy who says who who rhymes get with met and like just a bunch of like weird stuff and like some of the rhymes are really fucking stupid too and i don't know i and i i, I still love like love this record which is is been a very very bizarre experience to me I've also been listening to a ton of the drones. The, the band Tropical Fuckstorm, if you know them. Vaguely. They're, they're like a, I, Australian loud, very, very influenced by Roland Howard. You, uh-huh. you get a thread, thread going through, like, I really like that guy's guitar playing a lot. It kind, it kind of, like, changed my life dramatically. It's, like, what made me stop wanting to shred, you know? Uh-huh. Um, it's the, the guy in Tropical Fuckstorm who's a very, like, Roland Howard e sounding guitar player it's his like primary primary pri- i don't know um but they have this song called private execution that i've just been listening to over and over and over and over and over and over awesome well 
Hey, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, we appreciated hearing your bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can hear Ganser's music on the internet everywhere you find music, and you can find us at Bad Songwriter on Instagram and at Bad underscore Songwriter on Twitter. If you are someone who's interested in being on the podcast, you think you have the material for it, you think you have some of your worst shit that you can share, please email me at badsongwriterpod at gmail.com. If you've been enjoying the podcast, we would really love it if you would rate, review, subscribe, follow, share it on social media, follow us on social media, share it with a friend. It really helps us out. All right. Hope you have a good week. Bye. Thought you'd be more. Thought you'd be okay.